Welcome back to Sit With Brit. This is your host, Brittany Bailey. I'm a writer, podcaster, and digital creator. But most of all, I am just so excited that you're here. So take a seat and let's dive in. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Sit With Brit. I am here today with Erin Blackwell, who is a personal brand photographer and stylist. She is one of my dear friends. She's one of the most amazing people on this planet. And we've been together in a mastermind in Digital Insiders. I've done shoots with her. If you guys are looking at the cover art right now on Sit With Brit, that is a photo taken by Miss Erin. So I'm so excited to bring her here to you guys um, so we can learn from her knowledge as an entrepreneur and also as someone who has worked with and shot some of the most influential people in our industry. So Erin, welcome to the show. Welcome to Sit With Brit. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to, to be here and talk with you. Awesome. So as I mentioned, you have now worked your way up to photographing people like Russell Brunson and all the way, you know, all the ClickFunnels crew, everybody who you have seen, um, you know, in these marketing materials, if you guys have seen headshots by Russell and stuff like that, Aaron has been a part of that, a lot of that. Um but it didn't start there. So I was reading your I was reading your page today. It's so funny when like friends come on this show because I research and I learn stuff about people <laughs> I've known for years. Um, I learned that you just picked up the camera and were like, "I'm we need to make more money, so I'm gonna become a photographer." So yeah. tell me about that because that's such an interesting place to start. Yeah, I was just very naive. Um, this was about twelve years ago. I. My husband had let go from his job. We were living in my parents' finished basement, and I had three kids, five and under at the time. I now have four kids. Um, so I couldn't, I didn't want to leave. They were little, and I knew, you know, childcare wouldn't make sense for me to get a job just to pay for childcare. So I was like, what can I do from home? Um, and I'd always wanted to learn photography, but I had no idea how to use a digital camera. I had never touched one. Um, but yeah, like I said, I was just naive, and I was like, well, maybe I'll just start a photography business. Um, and I reached out to a friend that I went to high school with, who's an amazing wedding photographer. And I just said, like, is this something you think I could do with kids and no knowledge and no money? And she was like, yes, <laughs> bless her heart. And that's all I needed to hear. And I just, I used my tax refund to buy a very used camera on eBay. And I taught myself everything I could just from like YouTube. And that's how it started. That's amazing. And what I love about that is like, so many of us have these kind of like prompts, you know, like, oh, I wish I would have learned more about that. Or I wish I would have done that. And we ignore them. And mm -hmm. you were just like, no, I'm going to take this tax refund and go buy this used camera <laughs> sure. and talk to somebody who's doing it. <laughs> like that is such a, I think that's what sometimes separates like entrepreneurs from people who haven't jumped in the game yet is like just that action of going on eBay to see if there's a used camera. You didn't go out and finance this huge big one. You didn't do like, right. you know, anything over dramatic. You just went out and got this used camera. And I think that's so, such a cool part of your story. Thank you. Yeah. Ready, fire, aim is basically how I've lived my entire, you know, business life. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. Um, and then it, you mentioned that you went from like, so you're in your parents' basement and you guys were going through there. And then did you move and have to like restart your business again from a different place? Yeah. So Eventually we moved out of my parents and I, I, we were in Denver at the time I, I started getting, you know, kind of known in the area for what I was shooting. Um, we moved into our own place. I shot out of my house for a couple of years and then we decided to move to Boise and it was a total, I just had to start from scratch. I knew maybe two people out here. Um, 
we moved. I had, you know, nothing on the books. I had no studio again. I was shooting out of my house at the time. So it was a really scary, I'd say two years where I had to like rebuild and kind of rebrand myself because at the time I was shooting what we call beauty or glamour. Um, and nobody out here in Boise really knew what that was. So I started calling it headshots and that's how I got people in the door, even though I shot it the same as I shot beauty and glamour. Oh my gosh. That's so interesting. It's That's such a way of like, you know, oftentimes we have like tech speak. I, Julie calls it like tech lingo or whatever, where, you know, like as a copywriter, I'd be like, this is direct response copy. And we have blah, blah, right. blah. Like nobody knows who that is, what that is. <laughs> Just yep. call it what they're looking for. That's yes. so interesting. And so how long has it been since you first moved to Boise? So we've been here about six and a half years now. Um, and I feel like Thankfully, I had, you know, all that knowledge from from building it one time. So it it the process was sped up here. I feel like I got in with the right people in the right way and was able to um, just market myself properly in a way that attracted the right people that I needed to shoot. Got it. And so how did you work your way from, you know, just getting into the market and starting to do some photographs for people to plugging into the click funnels world and all of the people who we know? I mean, I would say luck, but looking back, it was more than that. I've always had the interest in branding and marketing. And so I think because I paired that so well with photography and because a lot of photographers, unfortunately, don't know that world, um, it kind of gave me a leg up and kind of just through that, you know, through my brand messaging, I think I started to attract those people. And once I had one or two, um, ClickFunnels people, they were just so amazing about spreading my name, spreading the word through the community. And I really was so lucky to be able to photograph the people I did. But the funniest story is I actually shot Russell before I lived here at an event out here. I got to shoot him. He was a speaker. Um, so I knew him already, which is so weird. It was just like a total like crossover full cir circle moment when I got to shoot him again as I lived here. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. I didn't know that. That's so yeah. cool. Wow. So I think that's such a lesson too for people who are service providers or like just building their business. It can look daunting to go from like A to Z in your business, but it really does take just a few clients who are like your client, your ideal person, because they will, just like you're saying, they will spread your, your name. They will be really awesome clients. You'll start to get into their head and understand like what they need from you, what you mm -hmm. can market yourself as. Like it really is a pretty fast snowball effect once you actually get those couple of clients. And I experienced that with my business. I know you were mostly word of mouth too. So tell us like yeah. a little bit about your, how you were marketing yourself during this time. Yeah. I mean, back then it was Facebook. All my clients would either, I would get a few from Facebook. They would share their photos. They would tag me and every, all their friends would start messaging me. Um, so really I never, you know, I would maybe promote a post or two here or there on Facebook, but I didn't know anything about ads at the time. So it was really just word of mouth and me providing the best experience that I could so that it, you know, it wasn't just the photos, it was the experience too, because that's what people really were raving about. Mm. Oh, that's so interesting. And so you were able to kind of like tune into that. People are not just talking about the pictures, they're talking about the experience. And that's one thing I would say, like, I have only worked with a couple of other photographers, like way back in the day, but you and your team, which I want to talk about too, in a little bit, have created this like, 
bubble that you enter. Like the second that you're like, I'm going to book with Erin, it's like you walk into this other world and there's like people there handing you champagne and steaming your clothes and giving you makeup tips and telling you what to wear. And it's this whole like experience. And so you really just like noticed that people were talking about that and leaned into it. Is that how it kind of came to be? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously I was just providing that experience because that's something that I would want to be provided. Um, but it really resonated with people. And I think, especially because I shoot majority of women, that's not something we get in our everyday life. And so it really was like the, the experience itself was so standalone that the pictures are almost like the afterthoughts. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. It's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with Erin and her friends. And then, oh, yeah, I have pictures for the next year. That's I really love that. What it feels like. <laughs> so you have, as you've evolved in your brand and as you've evolved in your business, you've kind of taken on this persona of like the cheerleader, which as someone who has been photographed by you is just the perfect name for you because it really feels like you're just have like a fan at the sidelines telling you that looks amazing. Oh my gosh, love what you're doing. Do that, do this. So tell me how that started. Like, was that just a personality thing and how you worked it into your business? I, yeah, I think that's just who I am as a person. I love cheering people on and um, I'm excited to watch people like achieve their dreams and things that they were scared to do. Um, and so that cheerleader name kind of got attached and then someone called me the ultimate hype girl. And I was like, that is perfect. That I feel like that really describes me and my team because we are really hyping you up and we're not doing it in, in a fake way. Like we actually mean it. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the difference. It really is. Cause we've all gotten those, like, you know, just someone's trying to sell you something and they're just saying good mm -hmm. things about you. This is like so specific to you and it is all different personality types because I've been on set with you when there's multiple entrepreneurs there like coming in and out of hair and makeup and all that and it's so catered to the person. Like you can tell, you know, Isabel is working with this person and the way that she's talking to her and the way that you're talking to me, like it's all very, there's relationship there. It's not just like spewing positivity at you with no, you know, basis to your, to your personality. No, we just really, really love our jobs and we really love each other and we really love our clients. And I think that's just that outpouring of love coming out. <laughs> yeah, which is a great segue. So I wanted to talk about your team because from what I've seen, like from the outside, you have this awesome habit of making friends and then making those friends your business partners. <laughs> and so tell me a little bit about like how that process is? Are you looking for someone specific and then you look in your friend group first or are you kind of going to your friend group and seeing what talent there is? I think, um, well, I always knew I wanted to have a team, but I think in the beginning I didn't realize how to do it properly. And so I've had people on my team before who weren't necessarily a good fit, who were just my friends who I thought, oh, this will be fun. Um, luckily now my team are my friends, but I would say First and foremost, they were somebody I thought would be good on my team for whatever reason, as an assistant, as an editor, as a photographer themselves. Um, and so I saw their talent and then I watched them a little bit to see their personalities. And what I do love is everybody now that I work with has a similar personality to me because I think that is the secret sauce in what we do. And so if you have somebody that's really talented photographer, but they have a totally opposite personality in me, it's just not going to work. 
So I really, I just, I hate to overuse the word blessed, but I really do feel blessed because the people on my team right now are a perfect fit for what I need in both personality and talents. Yeah, I agree. Having worked with them. And I think it is important for you, especially because you are a personal brand. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the Aaron, Aaron Blackwell studios, like when somebody is going to want to go and get, you know, um, photographed by you to work with Camilla and to work with Isabel, like it's all, everybody is, you know, very similar to you and your brand. And so mm-hmm. it makes sense that that's what you would be looking for. So as you are, you know, working with this team, are you looking for other opportunities? Are you looking to expand your, like, tell us about kind of the trajectory of how you're building out your studio. Um, I think for me, it was just knowing that I special, I'm, I specialize in one specific thing. And for me, that's really branding. And so, but also that my clients, once they've worked with us and they trust us, they don't want to go to a different photographer for families or for newborns or for engagements. Um, but I also know that that's not my wheelhouse. So for me, it was important to bring people on who do specialize in those things and can shoot that better than me so that I can say to my client, I can't do that, but I have someone even more amazing than me who can do that for you. And so I'm I'm open to growing bigger and shooting all the things. Um, I have two shooters right now, which is amazing, but I'm, you know, I see this getting bigger as we, as we bring in more people who want different things. Yeah. I love that. And I love, I think as creatives, we do have to recognize like what our natural inclination is to go to. And that doesn't mean that you don't ever grow, but like you, you really specialize in that. And that's how you got known in the market. That's how people have come to recognize you. And then you bring in kind of this like dream team of people who do other things really well. And you become like the destination studio, which I think is such a cool way to, to operate in the business world. Yes. So as we're talking about this and we're talking about your, your work, um, you have had the chance to shoot all kinds of amazing people. Tell us how you approach a personal branding photo shoot, like from your side, because, you know, we can talk about from the entrepreneur side, but from your side, like when you are kind of envisioning how this shoot is going to lay out, like, are you thinking about the person and their offers? Are you thinking about their aesthetic? Like what kinds of things are you thinking about as a photographer? All of the above. Um, (laughs) I have a very, very lengthy questionnaire that I ask people to fill out. And I know it probably feels like homework, but the, the more they fill it out. And the more information they give me, the better the shoot is going to be. And then once I have that, I mean, it's everything from like words that describe your brand, your branding colors. um, What kind of photos do you want? Are they playful? Are they serious? Are they moody? Um, And so once I have that, then I can just really dive into doing like looking at what they already have. Because a lot of times people will have a brand that's one way and they'll fill out their form that's totally different. And so then we have a consultation call and I can say like, look, are you trying to rebrand? Because that's, <laughs> that's the vibe I'm getting here. You want fun and playful, but right now your feet is like super drab. Um, so it's good to, it's good to have it in writing because I think people say things, they write things differently and then they would nest, then they would say them out loud. So we do the writing, we do the, the consultation to go over that. Um, and then I kind of, you know, put a plan together. I, I make a shot list. We make a wardrobe plan. I'm very involved. The more, the more pre-work we can do, the better. 
and the more fun the day of the shoot will be. Yeah. It's so interesting because I do think we kind of, as entrepreneurs, develop this like blind spot to our brand at a certain point where we're Mm -hmm. like, whatever mood I'm in, that's my brand or like whatever, you know, I've been watching this show and it's all dark and moody and and whatever. And like that kind of comes into you and you're (laughs) filling out this form. So it's so good to have this like fresh perspective that's actually looking at what's online at your digital footprint being like, this is not matching up here. Right. Yeah. What we, what we think in our head and what we think about our brand in our head is not necessarily what we're putting out there. So it's, I think it's really valuable to have that third party perspective. Yeah. And you do, you talk a lot about personal branding outside. I mean, photos are such a massive piece of personal branding, but you talk a lot about it kind of in general. And I was listening to some of your YouTube videos and you were, you said this really interesting thing that I wanted to dive deeper into where you were saying that it's, you're on your business page, you get personal. And then on your personal page, you are professional and business. And it's, it was such like, I had to pause it and be like, (laughs) okay, I see where she's going. So tell us like a little bit more about your personal branding experience outside of photography. I mean, for me, it was always like a melding of the two. So I would use my personal Facebook page to talk about my business. And I would use my business page to talk about, you know, I love Robert Downey Jr. I, you know, stupid stuff, because when you bring in those personal elements into your business, that's how people remember you. Yeah, I'm a photographer. But now when people see Robert Downey Jr. on the screen, they're sending me pictures and they're texting me and I'm in their mind. I'm at the forefront of their mind. Um, and on the other side of the coin, on your personal page, your people are still watching you from a professional perspective. So you cannot just be airing your dirty laundry on your personal page or, you know, I try to stay super positive. I try not to be negative on my personal page. Um, to me, my personal page is still a place where people will see my business information and think of me as from a business perspective. Yeah. That totally makes sense. And was that something that as you were, you know, building your business, you just kind of were, were picking these things up or is, you know, when you got into digital insiders and kind of the marketing space, you are started to learn more about personal branding? I think it was before. Um, I just, I love to read. If you follow me, you know, I try to read a book a week at least. Um, and so for me, branding and marketing books have been something I've been reading for years. And I think I just you know, once you start to read those books, it's a lot of the same information over and over, which is great because then it sticks in your mind subconsciously. You don't even remember where you read it, but I'm sure I read it somewhere in a book (laughs) to put the two together and to, um, you know, stay positive on your personal page and not bring issues onto the personal stuff. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And so, um, tell us a little bit about your, um, the way that you are running your studio. Cause I know you have this arm that you do, you know, for photographers, like if they want to come and learn from you guys, which I think is amazing. And then you also have your studio that's available to rent. And then you also mm-hmm. have digital products. So as you are kind of navigating all of that, like, are you building out this master kind of plan in your head and plugging these pieces in, or are you like fulfilling you know, questions that people have for you and just creating products around that? It's both. Um, so obviously like my product, get the shot guide was born during, um, COVID and I was, I couldn't work. I couldn't go to work and people were asking me questions like I need photos. How do I take them myself? So that's kind of where that was born. 
Um, my studio that I'm in now is my dream studio space. It's absolutely amazing. Um, but with that comes a high rent and I had to get creative and think of other ways besides photo shoots that I could supplement my income. So I have a, a front portion that I rent out to other photographers, which is awesome. Um, we run classes there. We now we just started doing so, something called create content day where local influencers can come use my space, use my props, use my backdrops to create their own social media content. I'm not doing it for them. Um, and so all those things are, a lot of those things are born out of like, just out of nowhere. I'll just get an idea and be like, let's try it and see if it works. And some of those things don't work. And then I just don't talk about them anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's so, it's such a good way to move through the business world. It's almost like it's your creativity coming out in a different way right? Like you're obviously a very creative person for what you do professionally. But when we're talking about like creating offers, there is like a certain level of creativity that comes into being like, well, this is a high rent. What if we just, you know, instead of in a residential area where you would, you know, have a roommate, like, oh, what if we just right. have people come in and, and use this space? Like it's such a specific muscle that you have kind of built up, I think. Yeah. And I think that just comes out of being scrappy and having to figure things out. <laughs> yeah, totally. So what's next for you? Like as you are planning everything out, as you're looking forward into, you know, 2022, 2023, like, are you wanting to do more? I know you've just started doing styling, which is so cool. So you can tell us a little bit about that. Like what kinds of things are coming up for you? For me, I'm, you know, I love being here and shooting, but traveling and shooting is also just something I love. So I've got some trips coming up that I'm really excited about. And then the styling. Yeah. Another thing that just came out of being asked questions and being asked for help. Um, we have so many like these high performing, amazing entrepreneurs that just don't, they struggle with what to wear on stage or what to wear in their photos. Um, and so Camille, uh, who is the owner of BA makeup company and one of my best friends, she and I were like, what if we try this? What if we try helping these entrepreneurs because I have a photographer eye and she's got a makeup artist eye. Like, how can we put that together and help people feel confident to show up for their brand, whether it's on video, on camera, on stage, whatever, in, in life, in a meeting, I don't even care. Um, and so we, we tested it out. Julie and Kathy Olson were our first clients for Marketer's Heart. They hired us to style all their stage outfits and also their photo shoot outfits. And I got to be honest, I was super nervous because I'm, you know, I'm like, I just like clothes and style, but I didn't go to school for it. And I was like, can we pull this off? Um, and I really feel like we nailed it. It was one of my proudest moments was seeing them wearing the things that we told them to wear and them like just rocking it and feeling 100% confident was just like the best feeling. And we got such great feedback. So I am really excited about that and doing more of that. Yeah. I watched all of that unfold. <clears throat> Excuse me. I watched that all unfold on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> like I was seeing them in their outfits and I was like, this is, I can tell they probably wouldn't have picked it for themselves, but it is yes. so them. Like the, the jackets <laughs> that you put on Julie and like the colors with Kathy's hair. Like I was watching the whole thing being like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I feel like you, you kind of had to have that like, we're going to try it. We're going to see if this, if this works and, you know, coming from an educated place, like you guys, of course, had all the chops you needed to do this, but it's, Thanks. you know, kind of that gumption to be like, yeah, we're going to go and, and, you know, set ourselves up in this way and be available yeah. to be hired for this. 
yeah, I'm excited. That's awesome. <laughs> um, I have some rapid fire questions for you for Ooh, okay. for entrepreneurs <laughs> who are either going to get if if you guys are going to go get shot by Erin and her team, then you will get a lot of this information from them. But if you are in another area or whatever, I wanted to kind of talk about some ways to get pictures for your content, for your social media, et cetera, or if you're working with a different photographer. So tell us like the most common mistake that you see entrepreneurs make when they approach their photo shoot or when they approach taking pictures for their brand. Um, I would probably say posing. And so a lot of times that's on the photographer, but it doesn't have to be. You can learn how to pose yourself. Um, unfortunately, that's not really something that photographers are taught, but it is, I would say the number one thing that will make or break your photo is posing properly for the camera. The camera can absolutely add 10 pounds. It's not your fault. It's the camera's fault. Um, so if you can learn how to correct for that, uh, you'll just look like the best version of you. And that's all I'm ever going for. I don't want to make somebody look like, you know, somebody different, but we've all seen a picture of ourselves where we're like, I don't really look like that. Do I? And no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love your approach about this because even like when I get the photos back that are, you know, they're edited and they, they look gorgeous. It's not like my face is different. It's just like you've taken, you've just like highlighted it, you know, like you've just done yeah. a nice little refresh of, of it. <laughs> and I think that's the way you approach Brown. That's the way you approach posing. That's the way you approach all of it, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, clothes. We're talking about, you know, styling and all that. And I know I've been told like, don't wear stripes. Don't like, there's all kinds of like advice out there of like what to wear or what not to wear. So just like a couple of tips that you have, if you are either going to a photo shoot or if you're just going to take some pictures at home, what kinds of things should you pull out? Absolutely. Number one thing is do not wear all black because that's what everybody gravitates towards. They think, oh, I'm going to look slimmer in black. And that's not necessarily true. I mean, if you have solid black on, you're just going to look like a big black blob. Um, so visual interest is important. If you're, if you do want to wear black, you need to have lace or zippers or something to break that up. Um, obviously I think bold colors are the best to wear because they're going to stop people in their scroll. If you're brave enough to wear a bold color, um, that's going to, people are going to notice that. Um, and I'm not afraid of prints and patterns and I say, have fun. That's part of who you are and probably part of your brand. Um, and I think there's a way to do it so that it really showcases your personality instead of overbearing the photos. Yeah, I love that. And I noticed that when you sent over stuff for me to look at to pick out my clothes. And it was mm -hmm. like the advice that I had gotten before that was really restricting like black and no patterns and no this, no that. <laughs> and I think that comes through in your pictures where it's like you can see who that person is because our clothes are like such a huge expression of yes. who we are. You know, the posing plus the clothes is like that's you as a human on in a picture. Right. <laughs> and so I love that you give people more freedom to play around and do, you know, really cool necklaces or earrings or whatever to kind of highlight their personality. Yeah. Well, and the more comfortable you are in what you're wearing, the better your photos are going to be. So that's the most important thing. Yes. I, is there a kind of picture that people miss taking? Like they don't take enough lifestyle pictures. They take too much, too many selfies, or is there something that you wish people would know to take more of for their content? 
I just think more in general, I think people vastly underestimate how many photos they need. Um, I did my own little study on my own feed uh, a few months in a row just to see like which photos are performing the best. And even though I'm a professional photographer and I post beautiful photos, the photos of me vastly outperform the photos of other people. And so that for me was just like reaffirming what I always say, like you are your brand. People want to see your face. So I think the more photos you can get of yourself, whether they're selfies, portraits, headshots, lifestyle, take it all, take more than you need, buy more than you need. You will use them. <laughs> yes. And I can attest to that because I have taken, you know, once you get your, your photos done by you, you have this whole library of photos to pick. And I was like, I don't know that I'm ever going to use ones where I'm pointing to the side or whatever. I've used those like five times. Like it's yep. such, you don't think you're going to need them, but you do. Yep. Always. So tell us something that you wish people would know before booking with you, like before booking a session at all. Is it, you know, don't lose, don't wait to lose the 10 pounds or don't, you know, what, like tell us something about. Yes. I call it the butts, like, but I need to lose weight, but I don't like my arms, but this, but that it, any of those things that you're thinking in your head, you need to just get rid of them because nine times out of 10, when you say I need to lose 10 pounds first, before I get my photo shoot, you don't lose the 10 pounds. So you may as well just take the pictures anyway. Um, and even if it's not me, if you have a photographer that you fully trust, they're going to help you with all of those butts. They're going to make you feel comfortable, look good in front of the camera. And so none of those things will really matter. It really is important to me, not only as a business owner, but as a, as a woman to exist in photos, because sadly what I see, you know, as we go on from generation to gen generation, like a lot of us have beautiful portraits of like our grandmothers and they weren't like, Oh my gosh, my arms are too fat. I can't be in a picture. Right. It's like, be in the damn photos, people. Be in the pictures. That is what I want to say to people. <laughs> I I love that. I love that because it's so true. I had a whole wall of my house when I was a kid that had all of these pictures of all of our relatives yep. and stuff. And yeah, we don't take portraits of ourselves anymore. No, no. And people and the people you love and the people that know you, they want to see you. They're not looking at your arms, your forehead, or whatever you're looking at. They're just looking at a person they love. That's all they care about. It almost goes back to like our brand and our, our, our calling as entrepreneurs. Like often we, you know, maybe it's not the content I exactly want to write in the moment, or maybe it's not the offer I want to put together right now, but we're doing it for our customers. We're doing it for the people who we set out to serve. And yes. it's the same way. Like it's almost this, you know, okay, you think you have lines on your forehead. Nobody else is noticing that you're doing this picture for your for your audience to, to know that you have this product that's going to help them or for your family to, to remember you and to, to remember this moment in time. Yes. Show up. I think that's what it boils down to. Absolutely. So you have something called get the shot, which I have and is absolutely amazing and covers a lot of what we just talked about in these rapid fire questions. Tell us a little bit about get the shot. Yeah, it was just, like I said, so many people were needing help with photos. And I was like, let me just put, you know, not everyone can hire me. Not everyone can come to Idaho. Let me put everything I've learned in the past 10, 11 years about posing, about um, how to get ready for camera, wardrobe, makeup, 
all the things into a guide. Um, and I loved, I love the guide. I love it. It is, I really feel like it is such a useful tool and I packed so much information into it for $27. It's honestly like a no brainer. <laughs> yes, it is. I can attest. I have it and it's just, it's amazing. So um, they can find that. I'm going to put it everything down in the show notes for them. Okay. Um, where is the best place for people to follow you and, and learn more about you? It's Instagram now. Everything's Instagram. So I am uh, at I am Aaron Blackwell on Instagram. And that's where I post most of pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. And you guys can go find her there and you can see the links to her studio, which is gorgeous and her amazing team and just all of, I highly recommend getting in Aaron's world. That's all I can say. Oh, thank you, Brittany. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to Sit With Brit. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this so I know what kind of content is helpful and relevant to you. You can always reach out to me at Brittany Bailey, B-A-Y-L-E-Y, on Instagram or hello at BrittanyBailey.com on email. Thank you again, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.